All right. Welcome, everyone. You have joined me, Dr. Dream, on the November 3rd, 2010, Lessons from the Frontline. And um, again, this uh, everything seems to be going very well. The recording seems to be happening. And um, we've got some people on the, the phone line. Um, I think I think we're all good here. <laughs> it is wonderful to be here. Tonight is Lessons from the Front Line, and this is, tonight our topic is reality, making something out of everything. Um, and I'll go ahead and read what was written uh, in the announcement for tonight's broadcast. Dear Conscious Dreamers, the title of this week's call comes from part of a quote in Bernard Hache's book, The God Theory. The quote is, the process of creation is the exact opposite of making something out of nothing. It is, on the contrary, a filtering process that makes something out of everything. So this particularly resonates with me and my experience. An aspect of my thought process is just about always focused on the nature of reality, as most of you already uh, realize about me. This week I will delve into this concept of what we as individuals filter out in the creation of our experience of reality, empowering us to adjust the filter, as it were, and fine-tune our experience. Um, this also brings me to a quote from William Blake. There were, were light on quotes tonight, but um, the William Blake quote is as follows. If the doors of perception were cleansed, everything would appear as it is, infinite. It's William Blake. And, of course, that was the motivation for um, Aldous Huxley's book, The Doors of Perception. So before we are in the process of really diving into all this, uh, I want to bring you just a little bit straightened out, <laughs> a little bit into, um, into my world and into what has been happening in the last week. And I have to say that when you hit your stride, um, and that is really getting into the flow, uh, there's no mistake. You, you feel it, and not only do you feel it in, in every aspect of, of how we feel our emotional and spiritual uh, bodies, but um, it shows up so wonderfully in our outer experience reality. And for me, my friends, this last week has really shown up in the most beautiful and amazing ways. First of all, we were having some issues with our Rife device. And uh, as many of you know, we are uh, coming up this week to uh, a big event for uh, 
Dr. Dream and the, and the tour of love. And that is that we are, um, we're doing uh, the event, the uh, Leaders Causing Leaders. And so this has, um, this has really uh, been a, a bit taxing without, without the right device. I kind of wanted all the tools and modalities to be um, there and working. And the right device has been out for, um, since August. But uh, our good friend Eddie, who is on with us right now, came over, picked up the right device, and uh, really made it, uh, made it happen. I mean, it's working. It's back here. Uh, we're all very uh, excited about taking it to the, uh, to the Long Beach Convention Center uh, this weekend. So that was sort of a a good sign of, of all sorts of things. Um, and over the weekend, I received a Facebook message, actually, from a dear friend. It came from uh, someone who I have the utmost respect for. Now, I don't believe in uh, being on a pedestal. And... Um, I don't really believe in, in putting anyone else on a pedestal. But if I were to put someone on a pedestal, it would certainly be this person. We've had passing contact on Facebook in the last, I don't know, four, four months, something like that, five months, could be six months. Uh, and it's just nice to know that he's been there. It's the kind of person that um, just knowing they're there in your experience, even um, just from the occasional like um, button on, on Facebook and things like that, uh, really makes a, makes a difference, makes a difference to me. So when I received this message from my friend over the weekend, um, I was quite excited, and uh, there was a link there. And the link was to a website that he built for the Tour of Love, touroflovelovelovelovelovelovelovelovelovelovelovelovelovelovelovelovelovelovelovelovelovelovelovelovelovelovelovelovelovelovelovelovelovelovelovelovelovelovelovelovelovelovelovelovelovelovelovelovelo
uh, still has me at this incredible high frequency um, five five days later. We have, you know, we have some very big plans for Dream the Biggest Dream and and for the tour of love and and for the role that I as Dr. Dream am to play all relating directly to what I understand as my reason for being. And I know many of you that are on right now have have been on uh, with us in the past. You've heard me speak. You've listened to past uh, podcasts, watched some videos. Um, You know that what I have set out to do and the focus of my attention and intention is big. And I'd like to follow that up by saying that's actually an understatement. Uh, My reason for being, for being me, for being here now, really Well, it is truly about me playing the the role um, that I know I'm here to play, which is all about me standing in my my truth as my authentic self. I've said before that um, I'm here to be a positive trigger for millions of people. Uh, these the path to this is making itself very clear right now. Uh, And it's not a path that I would choose to traverse alone. And a day doesn't go by that I don't connect in total gratitude with how blessed I am for the people in my life. And this person that I'm talking about is one of those people. And this conversation that we had on Saturday allowed me to further bring into a reality that I can actually wrap my mind around. You see, my reason for being, I've had no trouble wrapping my heart around. But um, somehow my, my mind didn't quite follow, didn't quite embrace everything as easily, I guess, as, as my heart has. So <clears throat> to you, my friend, thank you so much. The effects of that one phone call alone and the future of my journey and 
what um, what my life is about, and the ripple effect uh, will be felt in the far reaches um, of of this collective experience. Um, Boy, I don't know if any of this is making sense. And, and Eddie in the chat is asking me if I'm getting married. <laughs> and I've got to tell you that, um, no, I'm not. But there is a little story about Dr. Dream and um, uh, someone else that's coming up a little later in this, in, this, in this podcast. Where are we going with this? I do want to tell you, um, so I'm going to jump out of all this for just a little bit, or I'm going to tie it all together, or I'm going to make it even more nebulous than it's already been. Um, I found a uh, journal, and I'm not the journaling type. I do the 21-day program, and I write in there. But I found a journal that I have. This is called Every Moment, a journal with affirmations. Um, and it's uh, Shakti Gawain did it. And so this journal goes back to 1994. Okay, so... In 1994, let me just preface this by saying that um, I don't want to say my life went topsy-turvy, but <laughs> certainly there was a major shakeup in what my life was about. Um, at that time, uh, Dr. Dream did not exist. Dream the Biggest Dream had yet to be birthed. Um, but things were all coming about. And I had some truly uh, incredible epiphanies in the summer of 1994 in New York City. Met some fascinating people, had some experiences that would forever change my life, who I am, and what my life is about. In October of that year, uh, I took a trip to Peru and did some extensive work with a shaman uh, in the jungle, Don Augustine, and a group of 13 people from the United States and Canada. It was a fascinating journey. And then not to um, just have that be the only journey uh, on that trip, I also did the Inca Trail to Machu Picchu uh, and went and saw a experience and saw, but really experienced the total solar eclipse in uh, northern Chile. And all in all, it was uh, it was it was life changing. And and I wrote in this journal uh, shortly after that. And, uh, Eddie, when you were here the other day, um, I didn't get to share this with you because I hadn't gotten it um, out of storage yet, but uh, you are definitely in here, my friend, and it is fascinating to, uh, to read this. Um, I would have to edit too much to present it here on this podcast, but rest assured I will uh, be sharing those portions with you. But there are some really fascinating um, aspects to my life at the time. I was traveling uh, quite a bit around the United States. Uh, my experience in South America had allowed me to shift uh, so substantially that I was traveling around and seeing 
my closest friends and my family. <clears throat> and uh past girlfriends and, and some of the some of the most uh meaningful people in my life, um sort of cleaning things up and and uh and taking my reflection of self um to the to the next step. There are a couple of things in here I, I would like to to share with all of you. Uh, this was written in December of 1994. And uh, I don't even know where, actually this was written, uh, must have been January of 95, and it says, uh, thoughts on recent revelations. Somewhere in Washington, Oh, actually, here I am, somewhere in Washington State, <laughs> late at night, uh, 1995. Uh, talks about healing and, and energy and love. And uh, I state my, my purpose here. My purpose is to teach, to help people to heal themselves through working with their own energy, universal energy, and love. Embrace life, all aspects, and it will embrace you back. <clears throat> I read this journal for the first time yesterday. Um, my good friend Ilya and I sat on the floor of our living room here, and I went through this, and um, tears absolutely flowed um, flowed for me. Um, I will read just a little bit more of this because it really ties into to everything. On January 10, 1995, two hours south of Seattle, an area I call Paradise, um, it was written at the home of the grandmother of my good friend uh, Christian that I had met at the total solar eclipse in um, in northern Chile. And uh, I go on to say, consciously addressing every moment. I still get a bit tripped up on past conditioning, money issues, etc. But I have learned to really enjoy and feel life, my life, the existence I am constantly creating or co-creating. Importance is placed on what I am telling myself, the little voice what my body is telling me, and the fact that everything I experience comes from within me, a reflection of me. And I am the wondrous divine expression of the one, the source. Everything about me is beautiful and of love. I give thanks for my existence and my reality to the God that I am, that we all are. There is no real need for me to go anywhere specific. I do not need to look any further than me. I have all the answers. It is all about love. To feel love for and about everything. To love that which is everything. Things are not good or bad. They are, and that is beautiful. 
we are all an expression of everything. Isness is beautiful. Except everything is divine and in, is in its existence and of the source. There's so much more here that um, that that could be shared. There's there's one more thing I'd like to um, to share with you. This was after an event in Richmond, California, with my good friend Kyle. And um, this is January 15, 1995, the day after a rave called Area 51 at the Richmond Civic Center. I have asked for this. All the experiences are connecting me deeper, or rather helping me realize the depth of my life experience. I truly do live in a safe universe. I do have total control of the entire experience. We went back to that place last night, the place where everything and every connection makes sense. No mysteries, no fear, only love and understanding. This is the place for me to live always. Is there a conscious pathway for existence there? It's all in my mind. I'm there if I want to be. Why am I holding myself back? Why still obstructions to this place, even having already experienced it? Been there, what's keeping me from staying there? Must continue to follow every thought to its root. That is where that place exists. Take any of your thoughts and follow it back to its origin, like a scavenger hunt. It takes you to that place where nothing exists. Is this the gap between thoughts? Yes. Search within, not without. Every day I thank self for existence. <clears throat> there's, so, there's so much here, but um, I do just want to <laughs> say that... Uh, Somewhere around December 12th, uh, Eddie and I went to a fish show, <laughs> and we had a rip-roaring, pumping, explosive time. <laughs> so, my friends, um, I, I don't know if I digress or um, what tonight. Um, things are happening very quickly right now for me. Um, there is abundance in all areas of my life. On Monday, I had a, a Skype video chat with um, a dear friend of mine, a woman who's been in my life for um, <clears throat> I don't know. Uh, <laughs> five years, I think, and um, our relationship has kind of been all over the place from uh, being uh, exclusive and serious to us being with different people. Actually, I, I was married in there at one point, um, but there's always been this uh, incredible, incredible bond 
and um, as we open up, as as I open up to the experiences in my life, to the 50, 60, 70, 80 um, transformational activations uh, in the last year and what that has has done to my heart. Um, we came to the realization that um, that it really is about the two of us being together. Um, and uh, just resonates with such beauty and such truth. So I'm going to just kind of leave it at that <laughs> for now. And, um, you know, certainly tune in in the weeks and years uh, to follow of these, uh, of, these, <laughs> of these podcasts. And uh, you too will... Um, uh, be able to experience this this beautiful journey uh, that um, is mine now. And may I say, it is the best now ever. Now, <clears throat> yesterday, uh, I was sitting with Ilya and we were working out some plans for this upcoming tour of love. Um, for an undetermined amount of time, uh, Ilya will be joining the Tour of Love again and um, so blessed uh, to have him on board in this capacity. Uh, our energies so resonate um, in each now that we find ourselves uh, experiencing together. Um, but while we were creating some lists and making some plans. Uh, a friend of mine on uh, Facebook uh, opened up a, a chat with me. And what was fascinating is I went through some pictures from uh, back in the day, so to speak. I do want to show you just a little something. This is me in uh, 1996. <laughs> Very similar to me now, right? Uh, well, I mean, a little, little less exposed forehead. Um, but other than that, I uh, <laughs> just wanted to share that a little bit so you get a taste of uh, this time frame that, um, that, that so much is uh, coming back to me right now. And uh, this woman that uh, was a very dear friend of mine back in, um, in the 90s, actually around uh, mid-90s, around that time that picture was taken. Oh, Jacqueline wants to see the picture again. And just hold it up there and talk, and, and uh, you can pretend that it's me. Oh, yeah, and so. <laughs> Pretty wild, huh? <laughs> I'm getting a chorus of laughing out loud. So, um, so I'm sure we all have photos. And, um, of course, um, <laughs> all right, all right. Let's see. How do we do this? 
Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure I'm coordinated enough to do this. Hold on. Is that working? Right there? Yeah. I can't really hold it like that because it's making me a little crazy. But it is me. It really is me. Um, oh, so... <laughs> By the way, I was 32 in that uh, in that photo. Uh, so we were sitting here, and this person connected with me. And what was fascinating is in going through the photos, um, Illy and I went through I don't know probably several hundred photos yesterday afternoon. She was in a couple of the photos. And um, I said to Elia, wow, I've got to scan this photo and um, put it on her Facebook profile. Uh, and then, of course, I put all the photos away uh, for another time. <laughs> and then she shows up in a Facebook chat. And uh, it, was, uh, it, was, it was fascinating to, um, to have that connection and watch those synchronicities happen. But uh, at one point, she, she was asking what got me on my path, and she finds it also very interesting. And um, she may actually be on tonight. Uh, but I, uh, I said that um, I, I really didn't, um, with everything that was going on right now, um, maybe we could have that phone call next week. Um, and I was going to say that I was... I, I'm so overwhelmed right now, or I'm so busy, or I've got, you know, so much going on. And, and, and as I was typing, um, I, I stopped myself from doing that, and, and I reached for a word that had a better feeling to it. And what I shared was that... Um, with everything that's happening right now, I find myself to be quite active. And I thought, wow, that's nice. It's the power of words. If I had said overwhelming, it would have created more of a sense of being overwhelmed. If I had said even busy, it was like just all, nothing resonated right. And the word active did. And when we were finished chatting, I talked to Ilya about this and what I realized was that in the old days, I would have said, everything's really overwhelming right now, and I never would have thought about it again. And then I sort of moved from that to the point where I would say, everything's really overwhelming right now. Oh, wait, what I mean is, you know, I've got a lot going on or something like that, and I would rephrase it after I catch myself. And the beauty of the place where I'm at right now is that I can stop myself before I put it out there. And this really has to do with, you know, the, the, how we create our experience and how it all works. And it's, it's this process that I've so embraced and, and, um, put a lot of energy into connecting people with, and that is that self-observation is the path to transformation. And that when we can see where we're going before we go there and then process it and say, is that really where I want to go? Whether it's, whether it's words or, or actions or, 
or, or thoughts or, or whatever it is, to, to be that present in our lives. <clears throat> and so this week, the topic, he says, at seven minutes after the hour, <laughs> reality making something out of everything really pulled in so much for me. And, you know, it's, it's, it's this um, about filtering. And reality becomes this process, mostly an unconscious process, until we put our awareness on it, but this process of filtering everything to allow our reality to come together. And I really like this, and it, it got me thinking. And, and so in the last four days, I've been asking myself, what are you filtering out? What are you filtering out based on your past experience? I look back to this woman, this dear, sweet soul that I have such a deep connection with. I wasn't ready in the last five years to be where I'm at today regarding her, regarding us. Because I was filtering out those aspects of reality. I was filtering out those aspects of everything. Why? Because I've been hurt in the past. Because of fear. So as I look at myself in this moment, right now, I realize that the filtering of everything that's making something that is my reality, for me right now, has so much to do with opening up to love, with choosing love. In the last four days, I've been uh, interviewed twice on a uh, radio show based in the Netherlands. And today, I was asked a question that I really used to dread about uh, 2012, what's going to happen. Is it the end of the world? Is it this? Is it that? And today I answered that I believe that there'll be many realities available for those of us that, that are choosing to remain here at this time. And that it's really all about choosing your path. So is there any choice that's more clear than love? No. There may be choices that come up that seem to be the one you want to go with, 
but take a good look at it. Follow those choices to the deepest root of where they come from. And as my good friend, the dear soul right now in the Netherlands reminds me, Bianca Finkler, love is the truth. It has been an amazing experience for me to get to this place right here, right now. I realized in reading that journal from 15 years ago, 16 years ago, that I was very much preparing myself to be me now. This allows me to open up even more. It allows me to be that much more present in this now, that much more connected to what my ever-evolving perception of reality is. making something out of everything. It's a great reminder that whatever it is you choose, you will most certainly get. If you're not making a conscious choice, you're still making a choice. Your default setting is choosing for you. What do you really want? Bring it to the surface, the surface of your consciousness. Put it out there into reality. Share it with those you love. Express it. Wrap your emotions around it. This is what we came back here for. We're all in this together. Truly, my purpose hasn't changed in the last 16 years or the 30 years before that, truly. Whatever it is you want, however you want it to look, however you want it to show up, whatever abundance is for you in relationships, in your relationship with yourself, in how your reality is experienced by you. It's you. It's all you. So, as is always the case with these podcasts, I come up with a topic. I don't really exactly know where it's going to go. And then in my experience, 
what it needs to be for me comes together. Those of you that are on the phone line, those of you that are watching this live or will watch this in the future, I know that there was something here for you because that's exactly how it works. One final story. I got a call this week from a gentleman in Montreal. And he met me at Burning Man and was at the Unconditional Love Activation, one of the six that we did. And everyone, whenever I do an Unconditional Love Activation, gets a 20 or 30 minute call with me. And he called me and he said, I I really need to talk to you. My reality is not what I want it to be. I don't feel the way I want to feel. We had a beautiful phone call. And he called me at 12.34, which whenever I see that, happen to look at it, means a lot to me. And so the phone rang. I had just gotten offline with my my friend um, about our relationship, and I received this call at 12.34, and I thought, this is divine timing. But what he really wanted from me was for me to tell him what I thought he should do right now. How I thought he should proceed with his life experience. We all have the answers within us. In each and every moment, your outer experience of reality is guiding you, is giving you all the clues, if not the forthright answers, to what it is you're asking. Fine-tune your questions and then pay attention. But perhaps most of all, the answers aren't outside of us. They're right here. My friends, I want to thank you for joining me this evening. Uh, The video uh, recording actually worked tonight, so this will be online. The audio recording actually worked tonight, and so it'll be online. And um, my sense of love for all that is, also continues to work. Thank you so much for showing up. Not just showing up to be on this video broadcast, but for showing up in your own life. Because I will tell you something. You wouldn't be watching this right now if you weren't actively taking care of yourself, loving yourself, and embracing all that your life is about. I honor you and bless you and bless all of us 
as the collective humanity that we are at that pinnacle moment in time and space where we can choose to make it whatever we want. I love you all dearly. Namaste, my friends. Thank you so much, and good night.